The following is a Dawn of Mantis production. However, it does not represent the thoughts and feelings of Ivan towards this whole pandemic situation that we are in. This is all me. I'm Joe, by the way, speaking. I've done quite a bit of thinking and quite a bit of research, and I've come to the following conclusion. We'll get to it now. Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, recently appeared on CNN and predicted that by the end of this pandemic, the United States could possibly see up to 200,000 deaths. That is tragic and, quite frankly, scary. Everyone needs to be mindful of germs now more than ever. Don't gather in large groups of people. Wash your hands thoroughly and often. Don't touch your face and try to be as healthy as you can to have a strong immune system. Having said all that, don't panic. Dr. Fauci's worst-case scenario is 200,000 deaths. While every single death is tragic and should be taken seriously, I'd like to throw out a few statistics to help put some perspective on this whole thing. You have three times the chance of disappearing than dying from COVID-19. Every year, around 600,000 people vanish here in the U.S. But you don't see the media losing their minds, recommending everyone keep GPS trackers on their cars, keeping location services activated on their phones, and alerting a loved one every time you're about to leave the house. You are also three and a half times more likely to die from heart disease than coronavirus. Every year, about 650,000 people die from heart disease here in the U.S. You are over six times more likely to die in a car accident than the coronavirus. 1,250,000 people die every year in car accidents here in the U.S. Close to 100,000 people die annually from diabetes in this country, making the average person half as likely to die from that as COVID-19. Close to half a million people die every year in America from complications associated with smoking. Ironically enough, when you consider that roughly 34 million Americans like to light up, the math shows smokers are statistically just as likely to die from smoking as you are from coronavirus. You're half as likely to die from alcohol-related causes than COVID-19. Close to 100,000 people die from alcohol-related causes annually here in the U.S. So if you like your booze and cigarettes and you are still freaking out about staying inside and washing your hands to avoid COVID-19, that doesn't make a lot of sense. That's like using purified water to wash down your Oxycontin and telling yourself it's healthier. You are about half as likely to die from Alzheimer's as coronavirus. 10% of the projected deaths from coronavirus occur every year in this country from injuries caused by people falling down. The regular flu affects tens of millions and kills tens of thousands of Americans annually. In several years out of the past decade, up to 60,000 deaths have been caused by the regular flu in just one year. You are half as likely to be shot than to die from COVID-19. On average, there are about 100,000 shootings in the U.S. per year, with over 30,000 deaths resulting from those injuries. According to the data from 2017, you are almost as likely to get hit by a car while crossing the street as you are to die from coronavirus. So what am I trying to prove here with all this data? 
No, I'm not trying to poo-poo away the seriousness of the coronavirus. Like I said at the top of the episode, be cautious and help slow the spread of the virus and keep fatalities to a minimum. However, the stats I listed were to help people realize the world is not ending and that in many cases, more people die every year from other causes than COVID-19. My question is, why is the media engaged in an all-out panic campaign about coronavirus? Here's some food for thought. Many sites calculate the coronavirus mortality rate to be well under 1%. In fact, I checked five sources and only found one estimate over 1%, and that came in at 1.4. Many of these figures are assuming all infected people have been tested, while it is certain that tens of thousands of people who have the virus have not been tested, not to mention the ones to which the test has been rejected due to their low risk levels, which means the mortality rate is even lower. Does anyone remember swine flu? In 2009, there were over 61 million cases here in the U.S., resulting in hundreds of thousands of hospitalizations and 13,000 deaths. The swine flu had roughly a 0.02% mortality rate, which is lower than that of COVID-19, but not by a lot. But does anyone recall school shutdowns, business closings, mandatory stay-at-home orders, and social distancing? No, because none of those things happened. My point is, although coronavirus is dangerous and needs to be taken seriously, I can't help but feel something else is at play here. The conspiracy theorist in me believes this is a dry run to see how obedient we'll all be and to see how far and how much the media can influence our daily lives. Everyone knows the media controls the basic conversation of the nation. One week, everyone's fighting about gender-neutral bathrooms. The next week, we're all pissed about a lion being shot. The next week, the whole damn country is nearly in a civil war over police officer-involved shooting. We, as the general public, have this collective string around us, and the mainstream media is the puppeteer. So I think the first thing we should ask ourselves when presented with the next crisis is, okay, what are the facts here, really? And... What else is going on that they could potentially be trying to divert our attention away from? And finally, who has what to gain from this hysteria? Again, I'm not minimizing the seriousness of COVID-19. I've been washing my hands frequently, distancing myself from others, and removing my clothes on the porch after getting home from work and heading straight to the shower. Even if the chances of dying from the virus are small, who wants the flu? And even more importantly, I have a wife and two kids to protect. But considering everything else that kills more people every day that never gets a mention, you have to wonder why certain events, such as the current, are plucked out of the zeitgeist and amplified more than others. Is it just good TV? Is that why all of these 24-hour news stations are trumpeting the coronavirus? If it bleeds, it leads, right? Or is there something more nefarious at play here? And perhaps most importantly of all, where the hell is all the toilet paper? I'm Joe. And you've been listening to the Dawn of Mantis podcast. Thanks for your time.